And News Talk ZB political editor Jason Walls is with us. Kia ora. Kia ora, Jack. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Still waiting for Friday, of course, 2pm, those special <laughs> votes. Um, results finally get released, but a few other bits and pieces keeping you busy in the gallery at the moment. Te Party Māori wants the US ambassador gone. Why? In- Indeed, it's an interesting one. We um, hadn't heard a lot from Te Pāti Māori since the election, so when I saw a uh, press release come through my inbox from the Māori Party, it perked my interest. Um, headline, Te Pāti Māori have called for the expulsion of the Israeli ambassador until Israel implements an immediate ceasefire. We are now adding the United States ambassador to that list. So essentially, they want to get rid of both of them until they can have uh, until a ceasefire is called. Now, prime, they go on to say Prime Minister Chris Hipkins has been vocal in condemning Hamas, but silent on the war crimes of Israel as though Palestinian lives matter less, which was an interesting thing for me to read, given that the Prime Minister did a number of media um, interviews this morning. Here he was on this topic on Hosking. We are concerned um, about the you know extent to which civilians are being tied up in this conflict. Um, and you know, let's be very clear, Israel has an absolute right to defend itself against a brutal um, and horrific attack by Hamas. Um, but we, you know, our position is also pretty clear that they have to do that within the constraints of you know, international law. Which I thought was pretty clear. He went on to say something similar on TV and said, uh, "I think as a, everybody can see that it's an interna- international humanitarian crisis <clears throat> that what Hamas did." was totally uh, wrong. You know, it was it was brutal, it was horrific, um, and Israel absolutely has a right to defend itself. But they also need to act within international law and the humanitarian law. He went on to say something similar on News Hub and then RNZ as well, but the point is, he has not been silent on both sides of this. I mean, yes, he's been very much towing quite, uh, I'm not going to call it a neutral line, because he has been talking the same way as a lot of our allies when it comes to Israel's right to defend itself, but it wasn't like he's been completely ignoring the Palestinian side of the equation, whereas Tibati Mari seemed to have been an ignoring the Hamas side of the equation. And I think, you know, if you're calling for a ceasefire, you're pretty much dreaming if you think that Hamas are going to be the side that honor that. And in fact, it was Hillary Clinton, um, former Secretary of State, that has been, um, said, she said on CBS, that it is just fant- fantasy land for, to think that Hamas are going to um, just, ha- they're going to honor some sort of ceasefire. So for New Zealand to be at a level where it's going going to consider um, kicking out the U.S. ambassador would would be very out of step with a lot of our international allies. And I don't think it's a call that either the caretaker government or the incoming government are going to listen to very closely, I think. Jason, former ACT MP Heather Roy wants a ban on political polls during the voting period. Yeah, I read this one with interest. I mean, it's a it's a far, fairly interesting thing for an act, former ACT Party um, MP yeah. to say. I mean, you, talking about banning things, usually they run the opposite direction from that. But it was an interesting piece. I thought this quote was quite interesting. Polls provide media with news stories, and there is fierce competition around um, predicting the actual election result, which I do disagree with a little bit. I think polls are more about taking a bit of a snapshot about where we are here and now and saying, you know, how have how have various different policies that have been announced in the last couple of days. How is that um, impacting Kiwis to see if it's moving the dial or not? She also said credible polls Mm. report the number of don't knows along with the margin of error. Both should be taken into consideration when analyzing results, but they are usually found in the fine print. I I disagree with this. I think particularly both TVs, um, both News Hub and TV One did a very good job of saying the undecideds were X amount. I mean, for the Jess Mackay's reporting, for example, she would always make 
make a point of saying that this is the don't knows, it's up from this level or it's down from this level. So I disagree. I don't think we should be banning polls in this period. I do understand where she's coming from. But if we're looking at changing the law, the thing that I think we should be looking at is the idea of not having any media stories or anything at all on election day. I mean, we've had early polling or early voting now for uh, a number of years. We have two weeks where people can essentially get read stories and learn about their vote. Why just that one day? It's absurd to me. Yeah, I I think everyone agrees with that. We're going to get Heather on the show a bit later on so she can explain her point regarding polling. And very quickly, Jason, businesses are happy. Are they? Are they actually (laughs) happy or are they slightly happier? Hallelujah from the businesses. Yes, they are happy. The ANZ business confidence jumped 21 points to plus 23 in October. So that's up from negative 70 points at the start of this year. Then we had the Auckland um, Business Chamber. Um, They said that the overall level of business confidence in New Zealand, the survey reveals that 41% of businesses now express moderate confidence, reflecting a notable 11.2 percentage point upturn Mm. from the previous survey. So they're happy. They see the change in government is a good thing, but it's, it remains to be seen if they're actually going to deliver for businesses. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.